Hi, and welcome to Finding Drishti Podcast. I'm Terry Cohen, a yoga teacher out of Austin, Texas. New this season as a visual supplement to the instruction in the podcast are videos on my YouTube channel. Search Finding Drishti on YouTube and subscribe for the latest videos. Take a seat and listen in. So today, I want to go back to one of my kind of my favorite uh, philosophical concepts that I go to often, and that is vairagya, spelled V-A-I. I don't want to screw this up, so I'm going to spell this out for you. V-A-I-R-A-G-Y-A. And vairagya talks about letting go, letting go of what doesn't serve us, letting go of things that we've been clinging too hard to, letting go of things that have been a burden to us, things that we maybe held on to for too long. And I think we're all kind of in this process of letting go. And sometimes the letting go is voluntary. It's um, going through your life, right? It's like Marie Kondoing your life. Um, and then sometimes the letting go is forced on us. So we have been in this pandemic situation now for well over a month and the letting go has almost been pulled out of our hands. There were things that we had been clinging onto that we've been holding onto really tight in our bodies and our systems and our lives and suddenly we don't have a choice. And it doesn't feel as good when it's um, being taken from us in a way that the letting go is, is being like pulled out of our clutches. We like to think of vairagya as like, oh, I'm cleaning out my life and I'm letting go of things that I don't need and it feels more freeing. But I think we can get into that same kind of feeling of freedom, of unburdening, taking off this weight without, um, without needing to feel like it's being ripped from us. And that's something that I've been trying to work with as we are in this longer and longer is to try not to feel that attachment that we would normally go to in the first place. And I'm a very sentimental person. Um, I hold on to a lot of things. My husband laughs at me because I'm sometimes borderline um, hoarding in his words. But I mean, look at the cool stuff that I've held on to, right? Like I have my poster from, this was college, um, my, my hockey poster that I've held on to. And I have things from my childhood that I've held on to. Um, Superman memorabilia and the Simpsons toys and Homestar Runner figurines. Uh, so for me, it's, it is difficult because there is meaning and there is uh, memories and things that I don't want to forget or lose. Um, but at the same time, things are things material items. We, we feel loss when we don't have those things anymore, but at the same time, we, um, we know that these are 
things because if the house were to burn down, knock on wood, right? If the house were to burn down, the most valuable things to us are gonna be our, our lives and our memories. And so this concept of vairagya, of letting go, is one that I work with so that I can parse out what is a true loss and what is a temporary grieving. So I would like to offer as part of our meditation this morning that we are able to kind of sit into this pocket of what we have and being okay with what we have, um, being able to honor the things that we have lost, but then once we have honored that thing, that moment that, you know, our old normal, once we can really give it the time, the space that we are able to release it so that we can make room for something else. Maybe it's making room for new patterns, new routines. Maybe it's making room for things that you've always wanted to do, um, but you had never given yourself the time to do it because you always felt obligated to do other things. So we're gonna find a comfortable seat and give yourself a little bit of grace here. We are working with a Monday morning and Monday mornings are designed to be hard because we are letting go of the weekend and the weekend is very soft right now because we're all just trapped in the same environment. We've been home for a long time. But being able to just kind of turn the page and move on from one chapter and coming into something new. So once you have your comfortable seat, you're gonna sit up nice and tall. I am feeling a little flustered today, so I wanna bring some grounding into my body. I need some firm touch. And so for me, I'm giving myself a little bit of firm press of my palms into my heart and into my belly space. I'm gonna to start to feel my breath. tangible, right? You can feel it tangibly. I feel it under my hands as I take a breath in and as I take a breath out. And as you soften your gaze, relax your eyeballs. Sounds kind of weird, but try it anyway. Allow your eyeballs to rest in the eye sockets. You're not having to look and stare at anything. You have nowhere to concentrate your eyes. And so it becomes a little bit blurry, fuzzy behind those eyelids. And feeling for a full breath where I feel expansion in all different directions. I'm feeling things come back into center. Loosen your jaw, soften the space between your eyebrows, relax even your ears. 
Maybe this is the hour that you would normally be rushing. Okay, maybe this is that time where you're normally jumping straight into your work day. Go straight into whatever that morning routine is that is the kickstart to productivity. Can we reframe this time of meditation to be one where this is productivity? And not productivity in that you have accomplished anything per se. But this is an investment. These few minutes that you give yourself for meditation, for sitting still, for examining, for observing and witnessing. This is an investment in creating a more whole life, a connected life, one that goes back deep inside of yourself through breath, through what you feel in your body, what's happening in your mind, what you feel spiritually and emotionally. And we scatter ourselves to the winds all the time, pulling ourselves in different directions, being pulled by obligations, by responsibilities, and it's not often that we give ourselves a moment of quiet. Start to flutter your eyes open. So I had offered to some of my students that while we are all kind of writing these big emotions um, of what's happening in the world right now, 
and for some people it's their anxiety is so crushing that the idea of getting on their mats and, and doing a big flow kind of practice is not something that um, sounds appealing at all and I completely understand I had a day on Saturday where I didn't even get out of my PJs until about 4.30. I just didn't want to do anything and we have to honor those times as well. Um, but what I had offered to some of my students is if you are feeling that crushing weight of anxiety or emotion or helplessness or whatever that thing is that if you need somebody to just sit and breathe with you I am more than happy to FaceTime uh, with you or we can do a group Zoom breath practice so if there's anything like that that I can offer you um, please reach out to me because we have a tendency to bottle ourselves in, um, especially with our vulnerabilities and our uh, deeper emotions. And when we sit in that well for a little too long, sometimes it starts to overwhelm our systems and we need an outlet. So um, I'm happy to be your outlet. I am, I'm, I'm going to put this out there, I'm not a therapist. I have a therapist of my own to process some of the deep, big stuff that I'm going through as well. But uh, I can sit and breathe and I can be a witness to you or just share the space with you even through a screen. And we have to keep connection with other humans because this is how we live in society and let's just do what we can to get through this. All right. Thank you guys so much for joining me and we'll talk again soon. Thank you for listening to Finding Drishti Podcast. Support this podcast with a donation via Venmo to Terry-Cohen, that's spelled T-E-R-R-I-K-O-E-N, and telling your friends and family. You can find my live online teaching schedule at findingdrishti.com.